There he is. Oh, yeah. What you want to talk about first, buddy? Um. Well, how about the fact Fields decided to become Prime Michael Vick and bend me over in fantasy this week? You know, I think I think the Bears have started to use him correctly. I mean, dude, dude uh, ran for about fifty. You know, was it fifty-five more yards than he threw? It's quite yeah, he impressive. Broke, uh, broke Vic's rushing record for a single game. Yeah, I mean that's I just would... that's just what Justin feels good at, and he's proved to do it. So, I mean, they didn't end up with a with a W, but look, it's working. Maybe, maybe it's you get Fields a couple more weapons. And then the passing attack will be a little better, but he's doing a good job on the ground. The only problem I have with it is I don't know how consistent he could be with that because once teams start the game plan against that, you know, it could be trouble. Yeah, but I'd, I'd say he's quick enough to where he can still break off a few good ones. Right. But, um, yeah, the game planning will uh, – could could ruin – for the most part, but the, but the good part about that is that that could open up a lot more because look, you try to stop Justin Fields on the run, boom, that gives more room for David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert potentially, and then even even passing wise, you know, he threw like three touchdown passes, two of them to Cole Komet. So, you know, I just I just want to see a little more passing. That's yeah, a, and I think Fields definitely has the talent to do that. So. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see more passing as well. I mean, I mean, they they tried to get Claypool involved. It was a little a little questionable with the uh, pass interference in the game, but yeah, but him and Mooney, I think I think are a good start. Yeah, those those are two nice weapons to have. Maybe you just get one more guy in there. I don't. I really don't know what Chicago's plan this off season is, but. I'm interested oh. to see what it is. I don't know. They they may go heavy on defense. I don't know. I I'm I'm intrigued. But on on the other side, you have Tyreek Hill still putting up numbers. Yeah, Tyreek Tyreek is doing his thing as always. Yeah, him him and I him and Water are both top five, aren't they? I know Hill's one. I think Water's. I think right Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is arguably the best receiver in football. Yeah, and speed definitely contributes to that as well. Yeah, that's but, but, but yeah, no, he's killing it. Yeah. Um, also, I think the really big news this week was Colts owner Jim Irsay coming out and deciding to fire their, at the time, head coach and offensive coordinator Frank Wright. Mm-hmm. And the interim head coach is now former – Center, uh, future Hall of Famer. He's in the Colts Ring of Honor. Jeff Saturday. I, I don't think it's a good idea to throw him in right in the middle of the season because the Colts currently have no one on on the coaching staff that is called offensive plays. Maybe Gus Bradley, but Gus Bradley is their defensive coordinator. And I, Jeff Saturday, is, he is. He coached high school football. He was on he was on a talk show and the last time that there was a team that you know hired people well hired someone that was on a talk show like that um was the Raiders and they got Mike Mayock which him in the Gruden situation proved to be absolutely atrocious especially considering that they just cut Jonathan Abram who was another one of Mayock's and Gruden's first round picks um and yeah, a lot of basically like four of their first round picks up to this point have been cut. So um, those being Henry Ruggs, um, obviously because of his situation, Alex Leatherwood because he sucked, uh, Domin Arnett, um, he was also involved in a sketchy situation, and now Jonathan Abram. So yeah, 
Now, Jeff Saturday, I'm not saying he's going to be that. And, of course, he's just interim head coach. So, he probably – I think the thing is, he's not – I feel like for him, it'll be easy to win over the fans and maybe the players. I'm not too sure about the players. But definitely the fans, uh, just because the Colts had negative two yards on offense in the first quarter last week. So, literally, if you get negative one yards of offense – Colts fans are going to love you <laughs> so because that is improvement. But in all seriousness, um, Jeff Saturday, obviously, him and Peyton Manning had a, were a fabulous center quarterback duo. He's one of the best to do it. Um, so I think winning over the Colts crowd will be easy for Jeff Saturday. Now, I think depending on how this goes, if Jeff Saturday does a good job, I have a bold prediction for the Colts in the offseason. Colin, are you ready for this bold prediction? I'm ready. Now, there's a 1% chance this happens, and there's a lot of variables that have to that, – that'll play out here. Oh, but it's, it's oh fun boy. to think about. So, Jeff Saturday is also a former Green Bay Packer. And that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking somehow you're going to pull Andrew Luck out of the depths of hell to come back to the team. <laughs> no, no. I was like, this is bold. <laughs> no, Andrew Luck. He's I don't I don't know if he's building birdhouses right now or retirement, but no, no Andrew Luck. I wonder if Jim Irsay called Andrew is like, hey, you want to coach? <laughs> but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I get that. Center. No, they they may need Jeff to go play center, but. I think so. Jeff Saturday, former Green Bay Packer, um, played with Aaron Rodgers. A friend of Aaron Rodgers also was in Indianapolis, Pat McAfee. Now, and Jim Irsay and the Colts have a recent history of going out and getting veteran quarterbacks, example being Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers. These past few seasons, they've been hopping from quarterback to quarterback. And right now, their first round pick is looking pretty good. So I'm not saying it's not out of the equation that Aaron Rodgers, who is struggling in that Green Bay offense right now. Now, I don't know if it's him or if it's the receivers, but look, Aaron did not play too well last. But I think it goes both ways. But I wouldn't be shocked if Jim Mersey says, let's get Aaron Rodgers to Indy. And I'm sure Jeff Saturday, who has a connection with Aaron Rodgers, he'll try to get him to Indy. He's a good friend with Pat McAfee. Now, I think the Colts could trade a first-rounder to the Packers, Aaron Rodgers. With that being said, what, what does that mean for the Packers? Now, obviously, they have Jordan Love. But is Jordan Love really the guy? Now, they traded up for Jordan Love, keep in mind. And he's played in a few games, and he hasn't he hasn't looked too great. But it's hard it's hard to, you know, use that as judgment because you would like to see him in a full season. But if there's a really good quarterback prospect that the Packers like, let's say they really like Stroud or Young or Levis or whoever, and they want – maybe they're in a position – maybe they don't have to trade up. But if they wanted to trade up, they could. And they'd want to trade Jordan Love. Where do you move Jordan Love? Well, there's a team that doesn't have a first-round pick and is looking for a quarterback, and they're in cap space hell right now. And that's the New Orleans Saints. Now, how possible is this? Not, not really possible at all. But – but it's fun to think about, and it makes sense. So, you know, if Green Bay Green Bay does that, you get someone like Stroud. I think you get rid of your defensive coordinator because they're playing too much soft zone. You need to let your players play to their strengths. Rashawn Gary is now out for the season, which kind of sucks, but he'll be back next year. I think Green Bay could fix the situation you're going on, but I'm sure Aaron Rodgers will be a part of that equation. But it's fun to think about. I think Rodgers – Rogers could be a cult. It is. It is fun to think about it, but 
and Rodgers is obviously an outlier compared to what the Colts have gotten. You know, they've nobody succeeded. But question is, is are the Colts willing to take another shot at a quarterback who's only got two, two, three years left? I mean, it's not worked at all. I think the thing is, Indianapolis is in a situation where you have a solid uh, roster defensively, at least. Like you guys, you have guys like Darius Leonard in there, or excuse me, Shaquille Leonard. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Gilmore, you got Kenny Moore. I think they're going to want to, you know, the defense has proved to be pretty good this year. So you will want to, unless they want to blow it up and trade everybody. But, I, don't, I don't think they blow it up because it is a pretty tight unit right now. And they right. have Jonathan Taylor and they need to fix that O-line. It really does come down to quarterback. Oh, it's going to come down to if they want to win it next year. I mean, in terms of their conference, I don't see the Texans emerging out of nowhere. I don't see the Jaguars emerging out of nowhere. It's going to come down to stopping Derrick Henry because as we've seen, you know, they're not confident in Malik Willis's play. And Ryan Tannehill is, is a decent enough quarterback to where they'll let him throw. But – it still comes down to Derrick Henry and his absurd amount of touches. So, uh, how does Derrick Henry? Is he 28 right now? I think so. Yeah, so he's, I mean, he's probably a, in a completely different category compared to all oh, most running backs fall off after 28. You know, Derrick Henry's a little, a little, I'd say, different than most running backs. Mm-hmm. But, um, if you can slow down Henry, the division is yours. Like, it's not – there's not going to be too much of a fight from anybody. Right. Like, they're still in a good place to win the division. So, I mean, you could rock with Sam Ellinger next year. Maybe you draft an alignment. I don't know. But, you know, you, you've done this whole quarterback carousel thing over the past few years. Why not go get Aaron Rodgers? I feel like that, that is that is some shit Jim Irsay would do. Um. Get, get Chris, Tom Brady. Get, get Tom Brady. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? And Chris Ballard, the GM for the Colts, seems to be on the hot seat right now. Ursay said that they're going to rock with him, but, you know, people have said that before. This is actually the first time in Ursay's, I want to say 25 years as owner, that he's fired a head coach in the middle of the season. So that, that's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, I get I get pretty sick of it too. But I mean, he is the general manager. Like you know, the choices go through him. Well, Matt, I mean, Matt Ryan. I think I think Chris Ballard just sits there all pretty and makes some moves. It really goes through Ursay. Ursay. Ursay's calling the shots. But yeah, no, they getting Aaron Rodgers would be pretty interesting. Because I, mean, I know Aaron wanted to be a Niner, but they went out and got Trey Lance. So him going to the Bay won't happen. And past that, I don't, I don't know. You know, I mean, they have some talent. They have some talent on offense too. You got Michael Pittman Jr. You drafted Alec Pierce, who looks like he could be a solid wide receiver too. Yeah, if Jonathan Taylor's healthy, you got one of the best backs in the game. It's just the O line that's the problem right now. You fix up the O line. Look. You got an offense again, and maybe you don't have to. Yeah, you, know, you could rock with Sam Ellinger or whoever, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't count out Aaron Rodgers coming to Indy in that situation. It definitely happen. Yeah, I wouldn't really count it out either. I've got a a little bit of a hot take that I wish weren't true, but I think the Broncos could heat up, heat up a little bit. They play the Raiders, the Panthers. And then they they play the Ravens and Chiefs in that fourth matchup. If they can win the next three, I mean, well, they play the Titans, Titans, Raiders, Panthers. I mean, I think they go one and four in those games. One and four. <laughs> I mean, that's. I what think they beat Carolina, and that's about it. Uh, that's what I prefer. I prefer they lose out for the rest like the, of the season. Like go, the, Ra- the Raiders, the Raiders 14. are bad, but I don't think the Raiders are. I don't. I think they'll be able to get past Denver. I don't understand what is like. What is wrong with the Raiders? The defense is bad, and the offense isn't as, isn't playing as well as it should be. 
Well, I understand the defense is bad. And I they just cut Abram, didn't they? Or wave him? Yeah. yeah. And they just got rid of him. They have a corpse of Adams, Renfro, and Waller. And Waller's been hurt half the season, though. Yeah, he has. And the old, you, the old lines the shambles. With the Packers putting in an offer for Darren Waller? I think so, yeah. That was interesting. It was but rumored. I, I, I got a little scared when they um, put out the tweet saying that they cut Abram because all because you know when you get a notification it only shows like a little bit. It was like after like they put him on the trade block and now they get to wave him and it said Raiders and I thought they had cut Darren Waller. I was like, there's absolutely no way in hell these dudes just cut Darren Waller. It was over Abram. <laughs> I was like, dude, there's no way. But I mean, uh, Raiders, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do because I mean, they're in a tough spot too. Because what? They're not good at drafting. Like, do they take another shot, or do they get rid the of the thing? Oh, no, 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 no. They don't have their first round. No, I wouldn't say. Yeah, they don't because that was a uh, for Devonte, right? Then yeah, they, yeah. Do they give but, up two or one? I don't know if they gave up two of them, one. I know it was at least one. It was the one last year that the Giant, uh, not the Giants, the uh, Packers had. They either I don't know if that was the pick they took Quay Walker, Devonte Wyatt, but it was one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Raiders. I'm not like they've been bad at drafting, obviously, but I think that that was because of Mayock and Gruden. I'm blaming those picks on them because that mm-hmm. Jonathan Abram was their fault. Henry Ruggs was their pick. So was Leatherwood. So was Arnett. And so was Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is good, but they didn't accept his fourth-year option. Or they declined his fourth-year option. Yeah. Fifth-year option, whatever it is. So, who, who – like, they, they've had a bunch of other misses, too. But. Yeah, no, it's misses for, like, the last, like, six years, I think it is. Let me look at these Rangers recent drafts. Because – they have been, they've been hot, hot garbage. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, yeah, the Raiders are just all right. Here, here we go, here we go. So, twenty 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 one, which by the way, this past year they didn't have their first or second round pick. But twenty twenty one, Alex Leatherwood was picked in round one. Then they went with Trayvon Melrig, who's been who's been solid, I think. I don't know who Malcolm Kuntz is. <laughs> nope. Devin Diablo, he's been a solid piece for them. Yeah. And then they Diablo. picked Nate Nate Hobbs in the fifth round. He's been a solid piece as well. Twenty twenty. Two first rounders, Henry Ruggs, Damon Arnett. Henry Ruggs was building up to be okay, and you know, until everything happened. What was he like yeah. an eleventh? He was the twelfth overall pick. Twelve. The Mar Arnett was the nineteenth, and then they picked Lynn Bowden Jr., who was Arnett, traded Arnett after. Had gun problems or robbery, didn't he? Who Arnett? Yeah. 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 So Lynn Bowden Jr. was traded like a month or so after the draft to Miami. Brian Edwards, the third wide right receiver pick out of that draft, he I think he was either traded or cut this offseason. He ended up in Atlanta. He's not there anymore. Anymore, excuse me. Tanner Muse. I don't. I don't think he's there anymore. John Simpson, guard. I don't. I don't know. He may be there. I don't know. And then Amik Robertson, who's been a solid piece for them. He's still there. Twenty nineteen. Cleveland Farrell has been awful. Josh Jacobs declined their fifth year option or whatever it is. Jonathan Abram cut. That was three first round picks. Trayvon Mullen. I don't think he's on the team anymore. They had. They hit. Hit on Max Crosby. They hit on Foster Moreau and they hit on Hunter Renfro. But yeah, Those... is Moreau there anymore? Or is he on the Falcons, or am I thinking of someone else? Who? The Moreau. No, Moreau's still on uh, Las Vegas. Oh. But yeah, looking looking at these drafts, and like I'm going deeper. Like 2016, they picked Carl Joseph. He was good for like maybe a year or two. Gary it on, seems like Gary if you just Conley. get rid yeah. of all their first round picks, that that's when they. They look okay. Uh, well, they don't even look okay right now, and they did give up their first-round pick this past year. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and 
and not accepting Josh Jacobs' fifth year, which I understand, you know, he wasn't he wasn't the best until this year, but I I still think accepting it just to keep that good piece for one more year because now if they want to keep him, they're going to have to pay a whole lot more. Yeah, but the thing is, this the running back, the for, potential running backs free agents this offseason is going to be crazy. So they don't necessarily need Josh Jacobs back. It'd be nice if they – I mean, I think it's in their best interest to resign him back. But, again, they don't really need to do that, especially after they drafted Zamir White. But, yeah, Raiders – Raiders are a mess. That's a bad organization. Um, they're probably going to stay that way for a little bit. In terms of other trending news, Josh Allen and his potential baseball injury arm. So – he is McDermott came out and said he's day to day, which is very, very good news because Josh Allen, he was being evaluated for a UCL injury. And for those of you who don't know, UCL, that is related to Tommy John, which is the injury for baseball pitchers. And uh, Ben Roethlisberger had the similar injury. I was getting flashbacks when I saw Josh Allen holding his wrist and flexing his hand. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh no, that could be really bad because that could be the injury Ben had." But and currently, Stafford's dealing with it as well, isn't he? I think he just has a concussion. Well, well, no, I know, I know he had the concussion recently, but I think he got hit with it oh. earlier in the season. He's been playing through it. Well, then he must have what? Because Josh Allen looks like he he should be able to play again. McDermott said he's day to day, which is good news because when it happened to Ben, Ben was like. He was done. Like, we knew Ben was done. Okay, yeah. So, so it says Stafford is undergoing Tommy John. He was diagnosed August 9th. He's playing through you're the telling me, with it. You're telling me he's playing through this shit? That's what, that's what it says. It says September 8th, the pro football on, on NBC Sports is saying that he is undergoing Tommy John surgery September 8th. August 9th, it says McVeigh claimed that Stafford is what pitchers go through before undergoing Tommy John surgery. Well, no wonder the Rams and Stafford have been shit this year. Yeah, I didn't actually hear about the Tommy John thing for him until like three or four days ago. I think I was on TikTok or something. Hold on, there's no, there's no way he's playing through this. <sighs> Insiders and fans are already sent alarms on the newsberg that Matthew Stafford may not be ready for the start of the NFL season. Oh, my God. They claim that Stafford's injury was similar to what pitchers go through before undergoing Tommy John surgery. Needless to say, this was rather unusual come from a football player. Um, well, well, no shit that the Rams are asked. Stafford is played through about every injury. Yeah, you could be as tough as you want, buddy, but look, shit like Tommy John ain't, ain't nothing to joke about. Stuff's serious. That's wild. That's absolutely wild. But hey, next season, Stafford gets Tommy John done, then he'll be coming back and throwing absolute lasers. The problem with that is a lot of pitchers aren't, aren't the same after they get Tommy John. So it's like. It's scary. It's, it's, not, it's not good. That's not good. So, which is why, when the initial report came out for Josh Allen, I was like, there's, that's crazy for a guy, a quarterback that young, because, like, a player his age, okay, it makes sense. But a quarterback at his age. It's crazy. But, you know, Allen throws the ball so hard and, like, he has a hell of an arm. It's like yeah. – because in baseball, you normally see it with the pitchers who throw absolute gas and their starters normally. So mm-hmm. – but it's just – it's crazy because it's crazy for football players. Like, it's so weird. But, yeah, hopefully he should be good to go. He's day-to-day. But – this is definitely something to monitor because if Josh Allen ends up having to miss the whole year because he has to Case get Tommy John surgery, yeah, then Case Keenum will come in. Now, Case Keenum, 
is a solid solid guy to have as your backup quarterback, but probably not someone you want finishing the season. No. So, I mean, he, he had a decent stint in uh, Minnesota, but that was, a, that was a little bit ago. It was like five years ago. So, If, if Case Keenum becomes the starter, how much do you think they'll start running? How much do I think the Bills will start running? Like, like how much do you think they'll start running? I'm, I'm like I'm hoping this isn't that that isn't the case. No, no pun intended. But because I, the Bills have to change their entire offense. Now I'm sure you know, it's it's an NFL team. They have played scripted for Case Keenum, but I don't see any way that Case Keenum. A Case Keenum led offense is similar to Josh Allen's. It'll it it'll be like a complete one eighty. I don't know if they'll. I mean, I would assume they may start running the ball more. I'm sure they'll still be slinging it because when you got guys like Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis, you know, you want to pass the football. But I don't know. It's it's a scary situation because that that division becomes so much more interesting because Bills will probably drop an extra few games. If like without Josh Allen, mm-hmm. so teams like like Miami now and the Jets, hell the Patriots even, like that that division becomes up for grabs immediately because right now I think the Bills are going to run away with it even though they just lost to the Jets, which by the way wild, but you know the Jets, I'm still not fully um, convinced that the Jets are that great of a team defensively yes offensively it scares me they're not that great offensively defensively though sauce gardner is he's that guy sauce gardner's good but the offense i don't know i don't i don't trust it yeah and in terms of the jets their next four are patriots bears vikings bills and the patriots usually smack around on young quarterbacks so i don't well, that's that's what I thought with uh with Justin Fields, and but you know, they lost him. So it's a weird yeah. season. Yeah. Oh no! I mean, they did just smack around Sam Ellinger, but the Colts don't look like an NFL football team right now. No, and they, the Patriots they... beat the Jets earlier in the season. Right. The pa- um, hmm, I I don't know the Jets because the Patriots division games are always winnable. They could definitely beat Chicago. Vikings is tough. And Bills, well, they beat the Bills. Well, again, it's never know. I mean, they could go 4-0 and in that stint. Or 0-4. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But the Jets definitely could have a shot to at least be a wild card team at the, at the rate they're going. I just can't. I can't see that happening. Yeah, in terms of playoffs, man. And the NFC is so weak, too. I mean, the, the AFC, like, you, you can – I think it's, it's it's a race over there a little bit. You, you know a team that's about to turn up? Because they, they just they're, – they're having practice this week, and a lot – they have three guys coming off of IR, and their team is – like, everyone on the injury report is getting healthy. The 49 – No, no. <laughs> yeah, the 49ers, they they may be – no, I know the Eagles are undefeated. The 49ers, look at that roster, man. And with – we saw what, you know, that offense is going to look like with CMC when he has a full week of practice. Uh, I don't know, dude. Devo coming back. Jimmy G at the helm. You got your guys on defense. You got Bosa. You got Fred Warner. You got Hufanga. Alicia yeah. here's coming back. I don't know. Yeah, Drew I, coming back. I don't know. San Francisco's looking pretty good. I think. I think the Cardinals are definitely just going to go ahead and and sink to the bottom. Same as Rams. I think they're just going to side by side, just watch the season go away. The Rams. The Rams between. needed to win that game against Tampa Bay. Which, by the way, I think Tampa Bay that that game. That that game's the spark they needed, I think. Now their run game is still fucking pitiful, and I I don't know what they can do to fix it. Maybe you know, not play Leonard Fournette, but uh, 
and the offensive line sucks. But look, Tom Brady, classic game winning drives. What he does, that's the Tom we know. Tampa Bay, I, that may have been the spark they needed. I wouldn't be surprised. They, they're going to win that division. Like they're they're going to win that division. Yeah, but they're going to lose this week, and then they can start winning. Oh, they play in Germany against you guys. They play Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you know what I will go ahead and say though about the Seahawks is is uh is the offense that is being run now is everything Pete Carroll has ever envisioned for this team, and Russell Wilson never abided to that because I mean. On the Seahawks, Russell Wilson was talented. Uh, he he had his moments, but he liked to be able to throw the ball. And he would he would most of the time go against the plays and, and all this and that. But I mean, he would still we'd still win games. But Pete, that that's not what Pete wanted. What we're doing now is exactly what Pete wanted. And about this is last week we were um, I think like a possession up over the Cardinals. And and we have the ball within, like, the four-minute mark. And watching this team for the past, like, ten years, every time we are in this position, we go three and out, we punt the ball, they score, and then Russell Wilson winning drive or a field goal or whatever. This time with Geno Smith at the quarterback, we actually went down there, put together a whole drive, and scored. And it's been like that all season. Usually when, when you watch this team, we usually have like, like within a twenty point differential, but we're like nine and three. But this team now, we can actually just go down there and score with the minutes, with the minutes being short. Like it's, it's fun to watch. I'm not sitting there thinking like, all right, let's. How much time can we waste before we have to punt? It's like, holy shit, we're going to go score. And it's just, it's fun to watch. And Kenneth Walker's fun to watch as well. It's just. All in all, it's fun to watch. Uh, Tariq Woolen was guarding D-Hop most of the game. Tariq Woolen did really good for a receiver like D-Hop. I mean, D-Hop absolutely routed him up on a dig, but Tariq was so fast, he caught up and knocked it down. Nwosu's getting in there two sacks. I mean, it's just – it's fun to watch. Kyler Murray threw a pick to Kobe Bryant, but he got called back for, for good reason. But, um, but yeah, Sorry, it's fun watching – it's fun – down there and scoring it's insane are you saying russell wilson was the problem i am <laughs> i am saying he it and been, dude he might have been and he knows cooking in that offense he he is and 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 there are plenty of people who have come up to me and like oh like why why do you hate russell wilson now like why why don't you give him the credit and i i, I do give him the credit he he gave us winning seasons and first round exits you can't be a regular season warrior. Like we we won. Um, I I don't I don't know how many wins we had in the playoffs with him. Obviously, he won the Super Bowl. I'm gonna give that one to the the Legion of Boom. That was the defense. And then and then the next year we go to the Super Bowl game. I'm gonna give that one to the Legion of Boom and, and Marshawn. And then who ironically, you know, whatever. And then you you keep going from then then on and. We're first round exits. I remember us beating the Lions in the wild card. We shouldn't have won that game. There was clear pass interference twice by Paul Richardson Jr. That one um, catch he made though was insane. It was pass they, interference, but he 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 did that same thing twice in that game. He had two one handers pulling the face mask. That was both crazy. pass interference. I remember watching that game. Um, you go and you play the Eagles. And Metcalf puts up like 160 or something, waves them off in his rookie year. Um, I think we ended up playing them again. Jadavion Clowney, dirty hit, takes their starter out. Josh McCown almost beat us. I was I was sitting there crapping my pants. I thought I thought Josh McCown was about to send us home. <laughs> and past that, I mean, we don't really have any other wins. Like we just, it's always been a first round exit. And. And I'm not saying we're going to go deep in the playoffs. Again, this, we were not supposed to win more than four games. Like, the fact that we are where we are, I'm happy. Like, it's that's good enough for me. Draft, keep moving forward. But, but yeah, I, I would like to say Wilson was the problem. He just – he was so 
I mean, I don't really want to say selfish, but it was, it always felt like it was about him, though. You know, like, right. And then as soon as he left, you you've got you've got Richard Sherman coming back, coming to camp, and and talking with Pete Carroll and stuff. Like, I think Doug Baldwin even put a tweet out dissing a little bit of Russell Wilson. I love Doug Baldwin. I thought Doug Baldwin was doing great on our team. I didn't, you know, I never thought that there was actually any problems in our locker room. You know, I thought. I thought Bobby Wagner was, was the defensive leader and Wilson was the offensive leader. But it, it really comes out to think that everybody hated him. And, and yeah. Yeah, that's really, that's really all there is. Russell Wilson might have been the problem. Caught him a regular season warrior. I mean, that's what it is. That's, that's kind of like Mike Tomlin. I'll defend I'll defend Coach T with my life, but we haven't had very much success in the playoffs recently. That's so. all right. At least the Ravens have a twenty four preseason win streak. <laughs> that that's the most pointless thing in the world, but congrats, <laughs> congrats Baltimore. They they had a they had a good good outing against New Orleans. That defense Broke once missed first game. Looked nice, but you're going up against, you know, Houston. one of the most subpar offenses in football, so, you know. Justin Houston. All right, Justin Houston, dude, was supposed to be a stealer. <laughs> it still makes me mad. He said he signed with us, and then an hour later, the reports were taken down. I'm like, what? He's he's 33. 33, 33 years playing old. like he's 24. It pisses me off. He's got he's got eight and a half sacks on the season. I look, it's tough being a Pittsburgh fan this year. But that's okay. Because for some reason I still have hope with TJ Watt potentially coming back. And you know, we're sitting at two and six. This is the thing. We don't tank and we're not going to. No, no, Tomlin's not gonna sit back. It's just, it's, just, it's not like the Steelers don't tank. Like it doesn't matter who's the coach. Like uh, it isn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Bill Cowher or Chuck Knoll. It's not going to matter. This team doesn't tank. And the, looking at the schedule now, we got to play New Orleans. We got to play Cincinnati at home. Which, by the way, fuck you, NFL, for flexing us to a four twenty five game instead of keeping us on Sunday night. You know, I would have enjoyed watching all the games leading up to Sunday night. But you know, I get it. We suck, and you flex us out of it for the in favor of the Chiefs and Chargers. Whatever, fuck you, Goodell. But <laughs> look, whatever. We got to play the Bengals. We got. We have Atlanta. We have Carolina. We got to play Baltimore twice. We're going to play the Browns again. Now, the divisional games, they're always a shit show. So, we never know what those. The other games are very winnable. So, if we finish the season like 8-9, eight, 9-8, nine, nine, and eight, fuck, like 10-7, and seven. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. So, I, I have hope. If not, and if we do actually suck, do, do us a favor. I don't want Will Anderson anymore. I want Mr. Carter from Georgia. I'm a big fan of him. Or Ringo. Any of the Georgia guys. I like Georgia guys. George Pickens is a Georgia guy, and he's really good at football. Matt Cannon, we should throw the ball to him a little bit more. We chase Claypool out now. He better be wide receiver number two. He should probably be wide receiver number one. He's probably – he could be the best wide receiver in football. But heaven forbid we throw him the ball. I'm so, like – that's the only reason I can't have faith with this team. Like I'm like, all right, TJ's coming back. Defense will be fine. <gasps> Offense. What the yeah. fuck is that? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, again, I still think that Warren should be used a lot more. So someone, someone asked Tomlin a question and said – I don't remember what Tomlin's answer was, but he hinted at, you know, Warren getting a lot more opportunities. And then a lot of Steelers fans on Twitter were like, oh, my gosh, he's benching Najee. Look, we drafted Najee. Now, I've been fr- I'm frustrated with Najee after, you know, the past few weeks. But, look, Najee, we drafted him in the first round. I think he's just – he may be in his own head because of the injury. He did have a plate in his foot for over half the year. Look, Najee's fine. I'm, I'm over it. He'll be okay. Najee's still a hell of a talent. Once he starts putting his shoulder down and trucking dudes again, we'll be we'll be fine. Warren should definitely be used more, but not not over Najee. 
patient. I think not over Najee. I think they should at least just let Najee heal up. Just a little Najee, bit because he that's, didn't, that's he didn't really. Najee says he's a hundred percent. Najee says he's fine. So if he says it's fine, then he's gonna go play. Mm-hmm. Well, dang. Oh, I don't what know. else? What, what else happened? Joe um, Mixon five touchdowns. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Every time the red zone channel panned back to the Bengals, they were in the red zone, and I'm like, "Well, fuck me," because fantasy, I just got absolutely obliterated. I don't even care. We move on to the next week. It happens, you know. It happens. Like after the second touchdown, I'm like, "It's going to be one of these games, isn't it?" I was like, "I was like, I lost, huh?" <laughs> you know, it, it it's whatever. Um. Last thing I want to talk about, though, is the Tennessee and Kansas City game. Because, now, Kansas City did win, but it was a lot closer. The game was a lot closer than people thought. Now, I say this often. Mike Vrabel's a very good head coach. And he reminds me of a lot of Coach T. But, with that being said, Tennessee had Kansas City's offense boxed up. I'm not going to say completely boxed up because there's no boxing up Kansas City's offense. Kansas City's offense, they're going to move the ball at will at times. But they, they had them somewhat figured out. They were getting stops. Now, the problem with Tennessee, obviously, they, they can only get so many so much going on offense or working with a rookie quarterback who you shouldn't really be playing anyways. Malik Willis is a, like a, he's a project. He's really raw. He has, he has a lot of talent, but really raw. A guy probably shouldn't be in there right now. Um, and, you know, you stop Derrick Henry, then you can't force this guy to, to throw the ball. because And he, he's already already working with so much at receiver. Like, outside of Robert Woods, they ain't, they ain't got shit. Tennessee has nothing. So, that was a problem with them offensively. But they were getting stopped defensively. And it looked yeah. like Tennessee had KC figured out a little bit. Last drive, though, Mahomes started scrambling, and that's when shit hit the fan because they, they didn't account for that. They accounted for everything. Tennessee played perfect defense. Mahomes got out of the pocket, started running. Had to make a dude miss or so, but that's just Mahomes. Mahomes is going to do that. There's no stopping him. So that – Kansas City, especially with the Josh Allen situation, depending on how that goes, I still think KC is the team to beat in the in the AFC. But the problem is without Tyreek Hill now, I think it's a little it's simpler to stop them because you get you get rid of because like I said earlier, Tyreek Hill may be the best receiver in all of football. You take him out of the equation. Yes, Juju's been playing well. Hardman's been playing well. And you just picked up Kadarius Tony, and obviously Travis Kelsey, and you got, you know, like a three-headed monster there, a halfback with McKinnon, Hilaire, and Pacheco. But with this Casey offense, still ain't the same. And I think it could be figured out a little bit. And that's that's what's going to hurt KC when it comes to a, a playoff run here. Now, Andy Reid and Eric Polemoli, or, or however you pronounce his name, Geniuses, especially Andy Reid, um, offensively, so they'll figure it out. But I think it's gonna it's gonna come down. Some team's gonna figure out KC, and it looks like Tennessee almost had that. And if they met again in the playoffs, I don't know if ten if Tennessee's fully healthy, you get Tannehill back. I don't know. That game's gonna be a lot closer than people think. I mean, they they made the dude throw sixty eight times. Yeah. Look, ten, bro, Mike Vrabel knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. But, I mean, they, they spread the ball out really well. I mean, nearly everyone on the... Yeah. Everybody everybody got in there. Um, I mean, that's what they have to do now. Yeah. They, they used it, Tony it, it a little worked. bit. I saw a few of his routes. He was looking looking pretty good in there. Yeah. And if you get him more involved in that offense, it's going to be more difficult to figure out. But I don't know. I just think the Chiefs offense, like, I don't want to say they're weaker because with you still have Mahomes and Andy Reid. You know, they're not weaker. But, like, they're – it's simpler to break down. 
But like I said, Mahomes started scrambling. There's always going to be a part of Kansas City's offense that you can't figure out. But some team is going to have to learn how to contain it for a long enough time to make it to, to beat them. Because Tennessee, if Tannehill's in that game, they win. Because Tennessee had to put up points, but they weren't moving the ball in the second half, and they couldn't do that. So I don't know. I think team, teams like Buffalo help. Baltimore maybe. But I think Baltimore Baltimore's defense may be too aggressive. For definitely against the Chiefs? Yeah. But definitely Buffalo and Tennessee. Like if it came if it came to the playoffs, I think like we saw it in the second half of the Bengals game last year too. Like look. There's you just this Chiefs offense is very beatable. And their defense is solid, but it's nothing spectacular. So, Casey, the team to beat, but I think that can be figured out. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs are not invincible. I don't think there's they're not there's not a team this year that's invincible. Like the Eagles look good, but there there's some weaknesses on that team, and I think a couple of them were exposed in that Texans game. So, like their run defense, for example. So. Mm-hmm. And now Jordan Davis is out for a little bit, so who knows? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the rest of the Eagles' schedule, it's it's possible that, that they win out. But I do feel if their run defense is really the problem, that Titans game is going to be hell for them. <laughs> right, because you had to stop Derrick Henry. I even, even playing the Giants twice as well. Saquon's not, not been stopping light. I mean, and you gotta you gotta play Dallas too. Like Eagles, Eagles are gonna be fine. I just I think I think the team that beat in the NFC though could be the Niners. They have a squad, dude. Everyone's coming back healthy. It's gonna be scary. I hate the Niners. They can suck it. <laughs> if there's anyone in my division I hate the most, it is the Niners. Also the also the Vikings. We'll talk about the Vikings. So they're like seven to one. Yeah, but have you seen like they they they've played a lot of backup quarterbacks. Who who tweeted it or something that they were playing? Yeah, but they're still seven game. and one. It's the they are, they are, and it is it is respectable. The only loss is to the Eagles, where uh, like because if we wanted if we wanted to make that argument, then we can talk about how the Eagles have had a cakewalk schedule. So. Yeah, every year you can always break apart a schedule and be like, well, this team or that team. I mean, either way, the right. record speaks. Right, and I think the Vikings are a good team. The defense is showing up. The offense has weapons. I think Vikings Vikings are good. If you keep giving Kirk chains, I think he'll keep winning. Yeah, just don't, don't let him play in prime time. <laughs> uh, in three weeks against the Patriots. And they lost. <laughs> but um, they use TJ Hawkinson a lot. Nine catches for 70 yards. Dude, I forgot he was even there. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that offense is loaded. I think I think that was a, a great a great trade for them. I, I really do think that'll pay off. Yeah, that's a spectacular addition for them. But. I didn't even that's... register that the Lions traded within their division when I saw the trade. I was like, oh, he's going to the Vikings. Oh, um, I didn't even think that they traded within the division. I mean, I mean, obviously, as an NFL team, you always have to pick up calls. But, I'm, you know, sometimes it's a little. They got, they got pretty good value for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Vikings, they're, Vikings they're shot a call. Yeah, they're rebuilding. The Lions are a rebuilding team, and Vikings. I think they got a chance to win all this year. So I like Lions are always lines. rebuilding. They've been rebuilding for twenty years. <laughs> they they've been rebuilding a long time. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's just, um, they they looked good and then they didn't. Yeah, but that's that's all I have from this past week. Who plays Thursday night? Oh, Panthers. Um, and tomorrow Falcons. is the Panthers Black Helmets versus the Falcons. Yeah, I don't that, that no, I don't want to talk about that game. That'll suck. I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to. I don't, I, I don't even know if I turn it on or not. Just throw, throw the ball to Kyle Pitts. Damn it! Like, stop running the ball, Atlanta. You guys. Um, 
I maybe use DJ more, or could you give me like an okay to trade him? Like I don't know what to do, man. Both those teams are so dull. They're so dull. I'm gonna say that, and the Steelers are gonna lose to both of them. But I don't, I don't care. Whatever, dude. Even I mean, I'm. I don't know. Probably my favorite thing about the Panthers' offense, which is surprising to say, there is a favorite thing. Is I've always been a fan of Paris Marshall. I'm glad that they're using him a little more. Uh, y- yay! Whoa. I mean, I mean, he's, I don't know. He's I don't 22. know why PJ Walker's starting again. I'd start Baker Mayfield again. What? What? PJ starting? All right, I'll go start PJ. <laughs> it. Yeah, that it, that that'll be a another Thursday night shit show. Um. But we're we're used to those. Um, the good news from Mr. Amazon owner Jeff Bezos, who owns the Thursday Night Football now, he may be owning the Commanders here pretty soon. Yeah, I saw that. Seeing Unless him Matthew McConaughey the- tells him to go fuck himself. Um, <laughs> if he does end up owning it, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if that stadium will come through Amazon Prime. Like, will it be here in a week, or do we have to still wait like three years? <laughs> I don't know. Jones will start coming out of the sky and just bringing in skyscrapers and that don't be the biggest. That I don't. That don't be the biggest like sellout, fucking promotion ass stadium I've ever seen in my life. That team, they'll be rocking Amazon logos on their helmets. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Rolling out in cardboard boxes, some tape keeping it together. Cardboard box. Yeah, dude. Like I'm not. And it'll still be better than the current stadium. Yeah, Bezos just let just let Jay Z buy it. How about that, dude? Kevin Durant was in the running. I don't even know what to think anymore. The Commanders. Yeah, KD. What is he gonna do? What's Kevin Durant gonna do? I don't know. Own the bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Give him a year. He'll be on the Chiefs. (laughs) Yeah, dude. He'll he'll request a trade. Kevin Durant may go out there and play. He'd be a nasty receiver, dude. (laughs) That seven foot motherfucker. Give him a jump ball. Oh man, him and Mo Ali Cox will have to fight for it. He he tear an ACL, but look, it's okay. But, but yeah, that... no, I don't I don't have anything else either. I mean, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that we appreciate you guys for listening. Um, we're available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Play. I mean, Apple Podcasts. God damn it, and Stitcher. Make sure to check us out on Instagram. And we're going to see how this Thursday night game goes. And, yeah, we're going to see you guys Saturday. Peace.